Welcome back to This Sacred Life. I'm Shan Vanderleek, and today I'm speaking with spiritual teacher and author Michelle Sammons. We'll be exploring Michelle's new book, The Little Book of Big Knowing, along with a discussion about transformation and divine guidance. Michelle is an inspirational author, spiritual teacher, and highly attuned guide who works with clients worldwide, helping them transform their lives through divine guidance. She is passionate about working with spirit to uplift others while spreading love and joy along the way. Welcome to This Sacred Life, Michelle. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm happy to be here. Before we came together today, I pulled an oracle card. I always pull a goddess card before each interview. So I got quiet and I lit a candle and asked for the best message to come forth for our conversation. And Aracura came forward, blossoming. You are just getting started. So have patience with yourself, the process, and do not give up. And I just wonder what, what you think about that particular oracle coming up as we're going to be talking about the little book of big knowing. Well, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you pulled that card because, you know, even as um, someone who helps guide others, it's always nice to be reminded that your message is timely and helpful and, you know, your wisdom is needed in the world at this time. So I appreciate you pulling that card very much. I, it feels like a message directly spoken to me. So thank oh, you that's much. so great. Yeah, yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. And there's just so much blossoming to allow. If we look at it as an allowance, that whatever each one of us is facing, whatever projects we're working on, wherever we're at, especially in that beginning space, Please, please, please have patience with yourself and trust yourself. Yeah, I like to always remind my clients that, you know, because we always want to know what the end game is or we want to be, you know, assured of success or happiness or all those lovely things that we reach for. And I always like to remind myself and others that, you know, as we move forward in this life, the potentials and possibilities rearrange as we take a step forward in faith, right? Mm -hmm. So you never know, have to know exactly the end result because more than likely that's going to shift and change as you do. But it's just taking that next step in faith, that next step in trust mm -hmm. that rearranges all the different potentials out there for you. And as, and as you take a step, everything rearranges. And then as you take the next step, it rearranges itself again. Yes. Because the universe has a role in our um, creation also. So it's this kind of partnership that we're in with the universe. It sure is. And I'll tell you, I have enjoyed the little book of big knowing so much. I, when I received it, I went ahead and read it cover to cover. Ah, and then great. since, and then since then I've been using it as an Oracle. Hmm. And so I'll just hold it to my heart and I'll say, okay, little book, what message do I need to read most today? And so I did that today. And creator is what I chose on page 56. Each life situation is another way to experience your capacity as a soul. Never believe that you don't have the power to change your perspective or even change the energy within you. You are free to birth whatever you desire. 
because like your soul, you are a creator, a creator at the core of your being. And this, of course, just cracked me up because it was right on the heels of pulling the goddess card. And they're so similar (laughs) in their message. And there are no mistakes. I really love what you call these tiny bursts of insight. They're just bravo. Well done. Let's talk about the inspiration. Let's talk about this journey to birth this beautiful little blue book. Before we even go there, I just, I love that you're using it as like a daily inspiration because that's exactly what I suggest the reader, how they read the book is kind of in these tiny bursts, just as it was written. And to allow your intuition to guide you to what message would most benefit you that day or in that moment, because the universe knows. And, you know, if you'll trust it, just like you did, if you quiet yourself and and you ask for guidance and you open the book, it will reveal something to you. And because it's just reflecting back to your own inner wisdom, your own intuition, your own knowledge, that, that own spiritual reference point that you have, that you reflecting back to you. So Mm -hmm. it's, you know, the reader, their energy adds so much to the book, their willingness to participate with it. They're, they're asking, which is so important. And then the, the willingness to receive. So it is definitely has that energy kind of in the book. And that's how I wrote it was in these really tiny bursts of inspiration. And I would get this almost like, Sometimes it would be kind of a whole idea that would want to just spit itself onto the page. And some of it would be just like a a snippet of information that I knew I needed to expand upon. So it was written in conjunction with spirit in that manner. So that way that it could be, could just kind of nudge some of these paradigms and belief patterns that we have that may be helpful to someone who's still living in that belief system. And maybe they might be ready to, to wiggle that a little bit. And that's kind of what these are going to do. They're either going to wiggle your thoughts into a new place of understanding, or they're going to reflect back to you something that you already know. And it's just going to be a confirmation of that wisdom. That's what I've found in my experience with it. How long did you work on it? What was the inspiration? Like, how did you know that this was going to come to, to fruition? Well, once I got the idea, the information just came quickly, to be honest with you. So once I, it's been percolating, a book idea has been percolating in my, what I like to call my energetic atmosphere for a while now. (laughs) And it really, just like any manifestation, it has to kind of take on almost more form within the energy. It's also like the energy has to kind of coalesce together. And so that way it can pop into physical. And that's what happened is it, it just, I could feel its presence, I could feel its essence. And then all of a sudden it popped into physical, into an idea in my mind of these kind of short bursts of of insight and inspiration. Mm. And then after I kind of got the tiger by the tail, if you will, then it just, it it was riding the momentum. It was like riding a wave. So um, information would come, I'd ride that wave and then it would fall off and I would wait for the next bit of inspiration to come. So it happened over, um, you know, a couple of months, it was really pretty fast. I think it was a long time coming. So sure, when it actually sure. did want to pour into the page, it happened pretty fast. And yeah, it was, it was like riding a wave of energy. And a lot of creators and create and creative people can 
associate with that because, you know, when a song idea comes or a poem comes, it's almost like you ride the crest of the energy and then it, it peters out and then you wait for the next crest, if you will. And so sometimes we get a little impatient with the, with the in-between times, but that's important for the energy to build again before it pops into, into a physical manifestation. I'm so glad that you brought that forward because I am going to stand here before you and admit that I am in a between time and doing my very best not to judge myself for it and not to push, but to allow and and to open to receive what's next. And it's a challenge some days, some days it's really like, you know, come on, there's, what is it? Where, where do we go from here? What's next? Because I've always had lots and lots of projects that, I've, that I juggle. And it's not that I don't have them right now, but I know there's something new ready to come forward. And I can almost taste it, Michelle, but I can't tell you what it is. Yeah. So number one, bravo to you for not judging where you are. Like that's huge. I myself try so hard to remind myself not to entangle in judgment and make make the in-between time a bad thing or a boring thing or a, I'm not do, co- accomplishing anything. We can kind of get so in our heads about that and beat ourselves up when really it's a patience that energy ideas and, and, and things that want to manifest happen so fast in the energy realm, if you will. And so we get a beat on it, especially if you're sensitive to that. You you can kind of feel it and you know that something's out there. You can feel the excitement and the enthusiasm around it. And then we get frustrated because we can't quite bring it down into the like density of, of our you know world, so to mm-hmm. speak. And it's just waiting for the energy to accumulate enough so that it can be brought down into the into this little denser vibration, if you will. I mean, bravo to you for, for staying out of judgment. That is <laughs> key. And for all of your listeners out there, that is huge that if someone can stay out of judgment of, of where they are now and that and not making that a bad thing, yeah. then it allows the energy because you don't have any resistance to where you are. So it allows something to kind of pop in faster, right? Right. Because you're like an open vessel. So yeah, that's that's huge. My invitation each day is show me. I'm available and I'm going to continue with little ideas and sticky notes everywhere and all the ways. <laughs> yes. So, like, that's the big difference between like creation versus manifestation, right? So, mm-hmm. um, when I tap into like the energy of manifestation, it, I notice that it has a little bit of a, um, vibration of lack, right? So we want to manifest money because we don't have enough, or we want to manifest, you know, clients because we think we need more. We want to manifest a lover because we don't have one in our bed, you know? So that, that has a little bit of a, a a vibration of lack. Creation is stepping more fully into this vibration of trust And the old fashioned word of faith and knowing that it's a partnership with what I like to call your soul self or some people call your higher self. It's a partnership with that aspect of you where you're trusting the unfolding and you're trusting the 
um, that broader view that is um, part of the eternal part of you. Mm -hmm. So it's just, that's when it gets really fun because then it becomes an unfolding and, and your life takes on, you know, a bigger dream than you could ever dream for yourself. Um, yeah. So and with, and if you can remain curious, yes, then the unfolding doesn't turn into the judgment and the boredom and the, and all of the, the labels that we could give that space when it feels like you're not quite there yet. Well, it's almost like an Easter egg hunt to me. You know? <laughs> so, you know, when you're a kid, I loved Easter egg hunts because it was, you know, finding the treasure was so much fun. And, you know, and once you had gathered all the treasures, all the eggs in your basket, you were kind of like, let's do it again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. And so, so it's kind of like that. It's almost like following, you know, the breadcrumbs, if you will, of, from your soul self of, of what's next, what's next, what's next. Mm -hmm. And then learning and leaning into that intuition that bubbles up that might not make sense to your logical analytical mind because, you know, your soul self will kind of take these leaps and not necessarily take you from A to B to C to D. It's going to take you from four to eight to <laughs> yeah, three. Yeah, circular. To, yes. <laughs> so you specialize in helping people receive divine guidance when they're in the midst of transformation. What does this look like for your clients? Well, you know, honestly, that depends on where they are in the process, of course. So um, I'm an intuitive. And so I tap into the energy of their, their personality self, the self that's, that you are in the body this time around. I also tap into the energy of your soul self. So that eternal part of you that has that kind of overarching theme of what did you wanted to explore this time around. And then I have access to not only my guides, but their guides, or um, I like to call it your vibe tribe, you know, the, <laughs> the energy beings that signed up to support you on your sure. life adventure. So, yeah, so we just kind of start with where a client is with whatever hot topic they bring to the session, so to speak. Sure. And then we um, look at it from both perspectives because both perspectives are very important. I mean, that spiritual soul self perspective is vast and wise and knowledgeable and can help soothe our personality when we don't quite understand how all the dots are connecting. But it's important that that personality feels loved and cared for and heard also because that's what you've wrapped yourself up in this time. And, it, and that part of you is hugely important to the human experience. That's what you chose as your filter, your viewfinder, if you will. So mm -hmm. it's important to incorporate all those likes and wants and desires into your life path. I can see how that is a really big help, especially when somebody's in the in-between or has a big question that they could really use some guidance with to, so that they can expand further out of the, out of their body, further, 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 all the way out, right? As far out as they can. And then to have somebody as a guide alongside of them as they're expanding in, in that space and, and really drawing in and allowing for whatever is supposed to come through between their guides and your guides and your gift. I suspect that's a very potent session. Well, it sure can be. It, it sure can be. So it's, it's funny. Spirit will work with exactly what you're ready to hear. 
So, you know, they're going to, they understand kind of your path of least resistance, so to speak. So they're going to, what I have found is they're going to deliver messages and information and guidance exactly how each client is ready to hear it. So some folks, you know, we spend time doing almost a guided meditation or an expansion of energy where they can receive information. Some folks aren't ready for that. They just need to actually hear it and then um, so that way they can go forward and embody it. It really just depends on each client. And that's what I've that's what I love about spirit is they're going to meet you exactly where you are mm-hmm. um, and not ask you to be anywhere else. So, cause where you are is perfect. And then they're going to move you in a direction that feels good to you. Only humans tend to judge ourselves and where we are and where we want to be. Yeah. Right. When I imagine the little book of big knowing along with your practice, they go hand in hand so beautifully. I could, I could see you, really using some of these pieces, if not all of them, uh, in coaching sessions, in ways where you're inviting the folks that you work with to contemplate something or another, or to use it the way that you had intended during a particular period of time where they can pull those messages forward and then have that in conjunction with their partnership with you. The little book of Big Knowing is actually... I like to think of it as almost like soul seed. So mm-hmm. it's just going to kind of plant a seed in you. You know, every time you pick it up, something to contemplate, something to ponder, something to get curious about. So that way you can take that information and then apply it to your life, what that means to you, to you. Because if you can't apply it to your personal life, your the life that you're living, then it, then it just doesn't make, you know, it's not helpful. It doesn't make any sense. And that's how my sessions are too. So again, it's just um, planting energetic seeds. Most people yeah. who work with me are, are ready for more. They're ready to expand to more of their spiritual self. They're in that place of, of wanting to feel what it, what it feels like to live as a whole being. And that's what I like to nurture. Mm. Well, you can tell that you're very passionate about it and And so we are lucky to have you in this realm and doing this work for sure. Now, I know you've got something on your heart that you want to share today that might be outside of the realm of the questions I'm asking you. So let's let's go there. What is bubbling up for you that you would like our listeners to really sink into and and take away from this conversation? Yeah, so, you know, what's really just just on my on my heart today is um, a question that I get asked a lot and that's you know people always want to know like well how do I tap into my intuition or how do I hear my inner wisdom or or my soul self you know more deeply or, or clearly and what I want to say is that as humans we we really want to problem solve our way through that we think there's like a process or tools or um, something that we can we can cling to in order for that to happen. And what I have found is that when someone lightens up, and that means when someone lightens their vibration and their frequency by being lighter, by laughing and getting out in nature and, you know, petting your dog and being silly and allowing yourself to play, 
when you allow yourself to kind of go into those lighter vibrations, those higher frequencies, where we're not so problem solving or trying to think our way through things, when we drop more into our heart space, it really opens up a whole new wide world. And spirit will start to speak to you in all sorts of ways. I mean, that could be, you know, random things on a clock with, you know, digital, like, you know, people like to see 1111 or 1212, or it could be inspiration of when you open a book, or it could be, you know, timing. I used to get lots of, when I started this practice, I, I'd get lots of wisdom from t-shirts. You know, I would have a question and someone would pop up and they'd be wearing the, the answer to my question on a t-shirt. <laughs> so spirit will use anything in your path to get your attention. And so I just want to invite your listeners and anyone out there who is, is wanting to have a, a clear connection to their intuition and their soul self is to just lighten your vibration, to be kind to yourself, to laugh, to be easy about it. And you will start to notice that things will bubble up. And when they do, laugh even more and say thank you. And it will, it will create an even stronger connection to your spirit because spirit is fun and they are hubris and they're passionate and they're enthusiastic and they're just, ex they're excited that you're here in a human life. So if you get into those vibrations of, of appreciation and fun and curiosity and wonderment and all those things that feel good when you're there, that's when spirit can swoop in and join you. And it's a lovely way to live. And it's a creative way to live. It's, it's an unfolding way to live. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. I like to I like to say what else is possible. And yeah. also I'd like to comment on the lightness. And I can speak to this from a, a very personal place because I used to think everything was so important. I was very serious. <laughs> I was very, very serious things. And over the years, I realized that the, the more I would allow myself to be playful, the more that I wasn't trying to prove something or to be somebody other than who I was, because who I am is very funny and very light. But I was making myself heavy, making myself serious, trying to do all this. I was basically in my head not in my heart. And after so much work and so much beauty and so much wisdom pouring in, it, to have those moments of lightness, which are now more of my life than the heaviness, I'm happy to say, those moments of understanding, and I can still get very serious, but then as soon as I go there, Michelle, I start to laugh at myself because I'll catch myself, be like, oh, why is, oh, so, like, why is so serious, <laughs> right? Or spirit will do something because in, in my experience, spirit is a trickster often. And so funny things will happen. Mm -hmm. If I'm not paying attention or if I'm trying to do too many things at once or whatever the case may be, I was putting a water bottle underneath the faucet, I have this perfect jug that I keep using over and over and over to feed my flower boxes. And I have some flower boxes on the second floor. So I got to take the screen out, do the whole thing. And so while I was filling up that water bottle, I started dinking around doing something else in the bathroom. Well, it got to the top and the seal, somehow the faucet and the top of the jug 
just started to spray like a like a water sprinkler, like at like oh. a, like the biggest mess you could possibly imagine. Oh, oh, thankfully it was water, and just shot everywhere, all over the bit. You know, it was just one of those things. Mm-hmm. And the serious Shan would have been cussing and irritated and jumping on my. Now this is a long time ago. But this one in me was just, all I could do was howl and go, oh my goodness, <laughs> Sure, <laughs> look at that. I mean, it's on the walls, it's on the light fixtures, it's on the <laughs> mirrors, it's everywhere. That, oh, thank goodness, it's just water. And yes, I will focus on what I'm doing instead of trying to do five things at once, uh, which was the message that I got out of that. And uh, apparently I needed to clean the bathroom as well. <laughs> you got a twofer there. <laughs> <laughs> We do. We owe it to ourselves to lighten up, to open up and lighten up. And the little book of Big Knowing will help you do that. It will help you get these beautiful little tugs, little bits of inspiration, little, you know, like a breath of fresh air. It will help you really lighten up. And I think you're going to love it. And just want to let everybody know, too, we have an extra copy of the little book of Big Knowing that is going to be given away. And all you need to do to get that, to be a part of that giveaway, is to leave a comment on the show notes for The Sacred Life. And those can be found at thesacredlifepodcast.com or at transformationgoddess.com. If you listen to this podcast regularly, you already know how to find us, but we do need you to hop on over to the show notes. And let us know that you're interested in winning a copy. And then I'll let you know who wins and I'll pop it in the mail and you'll get to enjoy this book. Michelle, where can our listeners find you? Yeah, so the best way to find me is on my website is michellesalmons.com. There's lots of fun, free things there for people to participate in. There's worksheets and there's pot, uh, there's uh, videos and there's blogs and all sorts of of interesting things to participate in. I also do free calls um, every once in a while. So make sure you join my newsletter list to keep up with that kind of information. And yeah, that's the best way to kind of keep up with my work. Oh, that's fantastic. And just so you know, Michelle spells her name with one L. So it's M-I-C-H-E-L-E-S-A-M-M-O-N-S, Michelle Sammons. All right, Michelle, thank you so much for your time today for being a guest on This Sacred Life. Is there anything that you'd like to leave us with before we go? Just big love to you for having me and big love to your listeners for listening. And um, yeah, just embrace it all, right? So just, that's my message. Just, Just to embrace it all. Right on. Will do. Thanks again. Thank you. That was Michelle Sammons, author of The Little Book of Big Knowing. Get a copy of her book wherever books are sold and be sure to leave a comment on the show notes to enter to win a free copy. 